Good morning, everybody. Today, Bez HaShem will be learning Daf Yudalad in Maseches Nazir. Welcome back. Mazel Tov, Barry. May we all share Simchas. Barry, married off a grandchild. And he's a Chev Brachas every night, burning the candle at both ends. So without further ado, let's start at uh, Andrew's suggestion, the mission you'd give him Bez. I agree with you, Andrew. We want, otherwise, we need context. What did we discuss in the mission you'd give him Bez? A little uh, review. Hareini Nazir. A person says, I'm going to be Nazir. Ven Nazir Kshayeli Bin. The concept of overlapping Nazirus. Yeah, you can't really overlap Nazirus. That's the thing. You cannot really have, you can't, a person can't physically be in two places at the same time or have two overlapping Nazirus at the same time. So what should you do? So let's say a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir. And, uh, and then he says, you know what? I have a child, right? I'm so grateful, or whatever, right, uh, that when I, this child is born, I'm going to take on the Nazirs. But he expected the child to be born, let's say, in two months from now. Then, so let's say he makes a regular Nazirus, as we've already said, a typical Nazirus term is 30 days. So he starts counting a 30-day Nazirus. Now this means prematurely, which is to say before he expected it. So he's in his 30-day Nazirus. The child was, let's say, due in, in 40 or 50 days. And all of a sudden, 10 days later, 10 days into his 30-day Nazirus, the child is born, Baruch Hashem, healthy, a healthy baby boy. But wait a minute. Now he's got a healthy baby boy in the middle of his own Nazirus, in the middle of his own 30-day Nazirus that he already took on. And you cannot have these overlapping Nazirus. So what happens if a Nazirus... Right, a Nazir term hits you in the middle of your already right active Nazir term. So what do you do? Mashlim es shelo So because you cannot have overlapping Naziris, finish your thirty day Naziris, your own term, and then, as we've already known, do the bring the carbonos, right? Shave your head. Right, do all the things, complete your Nazirus, in other words. And then, and then initiate the Nazirus that you had committed to um, for when you said your son was going to be born. Now, this is significant because, you know, when we make the Dharm, we're not supposed to, right? We're not supposed to postpone. You can't just say, I'm going to take on this Nadir and then not take it on. So, in a sense, it's a Chiddush. But we're basically saying that since you're already in a Nazirus, we're allowed to keep it in abeyance until the, until the Nazirus is over, and then you start your next Nazirus. Okay, so that's actually a simple case. When you took on a Nazirus and then you said, uh, I'm going to take on the sons. But what if you said it the other way, where you put primacy to the, Nazir, to the Nazirus that you're going to take on when your son is born, as follows. This continues the Mishnah. Harini Nazir Kshayeli Ben. So now you're going to say, you know what, the main thing is I want to become a Nazir um, when my son is born, then Nazir. And also, by the way, I want to take on my own Nazirus, you know, in addition to that. And then, then when you start counting your own, okay, because after all, your son isn't born yet, but you said you're going to take on your own Nazirus, so you start counting it. And if in that case, you have a child, your son born, in the middle of that Nazirus, then maniach shalom mones shel beno, ve'achakach mashlem es beno es shalom. So, 
the Mishnah says a fascinating thing here. That if you put primacy, primacy to the Naziris that is triggered by your son's uh, birth, so then, even though you already started your own Naziris, again, you can't have him overlapping, so what are you going to do? You're going to stop your own Naziris, put it in abeyance, and initiate the Naziris for your son, finish that Naziris, and then complete the Naziris that you started for your own. That is quite a chiddush. So again, the simple cases where you say, after I finish my own, I'll take on the Naziris for my son. So then you just finish yours, bring all the Karbanos, and then start the one for your son, and then bring all the Karbanos, finish both Naziris, and you're done. But if you say, no, as soon as my son comes, I'm for sure going to do the Naziris. That's the first thing I want to tell you. And by the way, I'm also going to do my own Naziris. So then when your son comes, it bumps off your Naziris, sort of puts it in abeyance, cuts it off, and then you have to finish your Naziris afterwards. Then you say, what's the difference? Well, we talked about the Karbanos. There are several differences. First of all, when do you bring the Karban? Right? Barry, in the, in, in the second case, you can't bring the Karban for your Naziris until after. So the dates of the Karbanos are going to be all different, right? Because you're going to start your son's Naziris, as it's called, right? The Naziris that you have for your son being born. You're going to start your son's Naziris right away as soon as your son is born in that case. You're not going to postpone it. So now, 30 days later, you're going to bring the Karbanos for your son's Naziris. You're going to finish that. And then you're going to resume the Naziris that you had started for yourself and then after you finish that one, then you'll bring the carbonus. You'll end up having those carbonus, let's say, two weeks apart or whatever at the end. Okay, that's one thing. Um, and I'll take a page out of the rod and give it away. Uh, and I'll say another nafkamina, according to Rabbi Yochanan, is what happens if you become Tameh? That'll be an interesting machlokas. Because if you become Tameh, let's say you become... Uh, so according to the first case where your son's Naziris is after your complete Naziris. Let's say you become Tommy on day 45, we're going to call it, right? In the middle of your... So in the first case, that would be in the middle of your son's Naziris, on day 50, let's say. You're in the middle of your son's Naziris, which was after you completed your own Naziris. So if you become Tommy, you just go back to the beginning of your son's Naziris, right? Because you already started and finished your own, brought all the Karbanas, and you're good to go. But if you are doing it this other way, where you interrupt it in the middle, so then according to Rabbi Yochanan, we'll see if there's going to be machlokas, it might be considered one long continuous Naziris, because don't forget, it's your own Naziris spread out over, let's say, 60 days with your sons in the middle. So let's say on day 50, just before you completed your own Naziris, you become Tameh, you would have, to, and again, a Nazir whose Tameh have to go through a whole procedure of going back, you would have to go back to the way beginning, because your sons and zeros was kind of like embedded in your own. And so you may have to go back and redo both of them. Okay, we'll see. Okay, and another nafkamina is, when are you going to shave your head? So that is not so simple. The rush brings multiple opinions. Art school recommend going with the first opinion of the rush, which is that you don't shave your head on an interrupted Nazir's. Right? In other words, that seems to be the simplest way of looking at it, which is to say, when... When are you going to shave your, when are you going to bring the carbonus and shave your head? Presumably not until you finish your interrupted Naziris. You're not going to, you're not going to interrupt, 
right? In other words, when you start your son's Naziris, you don't need, so that's the question, right? You, you can't overlap Naziris. Does that mean that after 15 days your son is born, you have to now bring Karbanas and shave your head, even though you didn't complete your first Naziris, and then start your son's Naziris, and then what? Bring Karbanas and shave your head again after you complete your Naziris at the end? No. In other words, you're only going to do it at the very end. So a lot of things become fascinating, and a lot of the scheduling uh, gets gets um, influenced by the fact that you phrase it in such a way that your son's Naziris interrupts your own, and so that is the topic of the Mishnah. So now the Gemara says, by Rava. Rava has the following question. Ama hareini nazir la'achar esrim yom. So uh, a variety of questions along these lines. Okay, a series of questions. That's why we couldn't start really anywhere else, Andrew, because we'd be in the middle of a series of relevant questions. We, didn't know what, we wouldn't know what's flying. Person says, he triggers an Aziris for 20 days from now. Fine. Okay. And also I'm going to start from now an Aziris. That's going to be a 100-day Aziris. So you see what the parallel is, right? The parallel is you're getting an Aziris inside an Aziris. You have a 100-day Aziris that you have taken on now. And then embedded within that, you're doing, let's say, a regular 30-day Naziris inside of it. So Mao. Well, what would be the scheduling? Uh, we can't have overlapping, can we? So how are you going to play this? So, says Rava, he poses the question like this. So, we say, these 100-day Naziris can't be completed, right, uh, uh, within, within the 20 days left, right, until the next term takes effect, which is to say like this. You're, by, by stating that you're taking on an Aziris in 20 days, right, you're by definition setting it up that your 100-day Naziris will not have finished the requisite 30-day Naziris term period before you start the next one, right? So that already poses a scheduling problem. In other words, if you had said, Hareini Nazir, the 40 days, and I'm now going to take on a 100-day Naziris, then at least you will have completed some unit of Naziris before you take on the next one, right? Because after all, the typical standard smallest unit of Naziris is a 30-day. But here, you created an extra layer of difficulty by taking on a Naziris sooner than that. So, in other words, you have a, a Nazir term starting, and before you fulfill the requisite 30-day Nazir term, you got another one hitting you, right? You got another one that you're responsible for. So, there's no way around interrupting this Nazir term, okay? So, would you say that because of that, lo chayalin, that your current Naziris, that is already doomed, right? The one that you took on now is doomed to never make it to term. <clears throat> or not to never make it to term, but it's doomed to be interrupted, so would you say that the fact that it's doomed to be interrupted, that it shouldn't be chal now, lo chayelen, it shouldn't even be, take effect? Or maybe you'll say, well, it's a hundred day term. So it's okay, I won't be have the gidul sa'ar in the first 20 days. And that's one of the problems. One of the problems, Barry, is that when you take, uh, when you complete your term of 30 day Naziris, it takes at least 30, how often do you get a haircut, Barry? It takes at least, uh, as, uh, as Barry will tell you, Andrew, it takes at least 30 days for you to develop a luscious head of 
uh, hair, right, in order to do the whole korban procedure at the end where you shave the head. It's a very hair-oriented kind of procedure. You're, sha- you're, you're bringing the korban, then you're shaving your head, then you're using the hair, right, to cook the shlamim, right? You you're actually uh, need a nice, solid, luscious head of lettuce, so to speak, a head of hair in order to complete this, right? So that's one of the problems in interrupting an aziris. You don't have the luscious head of hair. So says Rava, well, you took on a 100-day naziris. So even if you interrupt it after 20 days, you're not going to bring the carbon then. And again, you do have to follow the rush. As first, you have to go, the Rishonim will go through this Gemara um, with this question of what's happening with the, with the shaving and when it's going on. But let's go with the first uh, explanation of the rush as follows. You took on the 20 days. Because it's interrupted, you're not going to bring the carbon. Okay, so you're not going to bring the carbon. And you're not going to shave your head. That's fine. But even after that, you have another 30 days. Fine. And that'll be a regular Naziris, right? A regular term. And then after that regular term, you'll actually bring the Karbanas and you'll shave your head because you will have had a regular 30-day Naziris. And you'll still have 50 days left to grow your hair beautifully and to have a proper set of Karbanas and head shaving at the end of that. So would you say that because on the front end, it's interrupted with too early that we do not take on that Naziris? Or, says Rava, maybe because you already set it up to be a 100-day Naziris and on the back end, there'll be a luscious 50-day of hair growth in order uh, that you can, you know, grow it out in order to bring the Karbanas at the end, that you do, you do take on the Naziris because you know already the scheduling ahead of time. So ahead of time, you know that even though you're not going to be able to bring, bring any Karbanas after the end of 20 days, you'll be able to bring it at the end of 100 days. And if that's the only issue, so then there's no problem, right? Do the 20 days now, to then interrupt it, do a 30-day Naziris that's legit in, in the middle, and then complete your 100-day Naziris afterwards, no problema. You'll finish at the end of 50 days, so to speak, which is at the end of your 30-day term. You'll have a real ending, and then you have a real ending 50 days later at the end of your 100-day term. What's the problem? So... So, right, so, O Dilma, so that's the second option. Came into Isle, Gidul Sarla, myself, since you'll have plenty of time to grow your hair out and have a proper ending of your Naziris at the end, then the Naziris could take effect already today. So the Gemara asks, Why are you asking this only about a 100 day Naziris? Why are you only asking it about, why can't you ask about a 30 day Naziris? Naziris Mu'etis, the minimum Naziris? So, because after all, well, because uh, after all, even after 30 days of Naziris, we just explained why. We over-explained it, because now we know that when you do- adopt a standard term, you're going to have an issue of Gidul Sar. That's the issue. So, but the Gemara, at this point, asks conceptually, if you can, in fact, interrupt a Naziris, so then why would it matter how long the Naziris is? So, right, the, the Rava kind of already gave away the answer. He says Gidul Sar, but let's see. So, the Gemara asks, like, explains the Rav's questions like this. Well, Rava, first of all, inquired about one long interrupted term based on the idea of a short interrupted term. As we finally arrive at Dalar and Alf, at the very manageable time, 553 a.m., as follows. Because Rava really asked about the short 30-day Naziris um, and the long one as follows, because he said, if you're going to say a 30-day Naziris, Naziris Mu'etes, the shortest term, since 
what would be left over, right? You already did a 20, remember, you're triggering a second Naziris after 20 days. So, after, so, so, so you start a Naziris now, you interrupt it after 20 days, do a 30-day Naziris, and now you only have 10 days left. Left. Lo salik le halein asara. These 10 are not going to count for him. Why? Because in order for a Nazir to shave, you're not going to have a 10-day growth is not going to be enough, right, in order to have a proper amount of growth to, grow, growth to shave. This is what the Tosas Arash explains. And therefore, vadai not, so the question and the way Rava phrased it is, it is obvious, Barry, that that would not work. Because nobody would say that you could show up to the base of Mikdash with your karbanas and a 10-day 5 o'clock shadow on your head, right? Because remember, you shaved your head already after the, the interrupting 30-day Naziris. So you're going to show up with a marine crew cut for your head shaving ceremony as a Nazir? That's never going to work, right? So everybody understood that that was not going to work. And that's why Rava said, that vadai is not going to work. But if that, but, but, okay, so if that's not going to work, vadai nazir mer yom, came with isle tam yom levasof, salkinle, olo. So Rava's real question was, 10 day, 10 day growth of hair is never going to work. So you can never take a 30 day naziris and interrupt it in the middle with another naziris and then resume it. That you can never do. But a 100 day naziris, when you have 80 more days to grow, so if you have 30 days in between, you still have another 50 days. Would that work or not? That was really the crux of Rav's question. Well, once you ask that, you can ask a follow-up question as follows. If you're going to say that in the case of a 100-day term that you can, in fact, take on your 20-day Naziris immediately because you're not worried, you'll have enough hair later. Huh. This is an interesting question. What happens in this? So let's say you say that a 100-day term is fine, right? Because we have no problems. We are going to shave our head at the end of 50 days. Again, we're going to do a 20-day term, not shave our head. 30-day full term, shave our head. And then complete it another 50 days and shave our head. No problemo. But if you say that's no problemo and that should work, we could ask the following question. Person says, I want to take on after 20 days, 30-day uh, Naziris, but from now, I'm taking on not a 100-day term, taking on an eternal term, a Nazir Olam, as we've already discussed. Oh, made it, wait a minute. The Nazir Olam is never going to shave his head. Huh. So, so what happens now? If you, meet, if you immediately take on a Nazir Olam term now, you're never going to be able to shave your head, right? Because after all, when you finish your, right, 30-day term, that is going to start 20 days into your Nazir Olam, you've already initiated a kind of Naziris where the head does not get shaved, right? So that, that's a fascinating question. If you have a 30-day Naziris embedded inside of a Nazir Olam Naziris, do you shave your head in the middle of a Nazir Olam? That doesn't make any sense, right? A Nazir Olam never shaves his head, right? Or never has the concluding Karbanus ceremony of Karbanus and then head shaving because he's, by definition, signing up for forever. 
And therefore, would you shave your head there in the middle? That, that would not make sense to do that. So maybe, Barry, what we should do, so again, as we've already said, right, it's a question of you're scheduling consecutive Naziris. What you're really doing, Andrew, is you're scheduling Naziris inside of a Naziris. But that's the first thing we're not gonna let you do. We're gonna stagger them, okay? So we're either gonna let you start and interrupt it or not start. Well, the issue is with Nazir Olam, maybe if you wanna take on a Naziris Olam and you know that in 20 days you wanna take on a 30-day Naziris, then maybe your Kavana would be the only thing that makes sense, which is do wait 20 days, don't do any Naziris for 20 days, do a 30-day Naziris, this way, at the end of your regular 30-day term, you can bring your karbanas and shave your head, and then you'll start your Nazir Olam, right? So even though you committed to both of them now, you're gonna have to arrange the schedule so that it makes sense, so that you could do a regular 30-day Naziris. Or do we say, because of the fact that you committed to it now, so you start your Nazir Olam, and then you'll just do, I guess, some sort of 30-day Naziris without any karbanas at the end of it, right? And then I don't know what that 30-day Naziris would even look, what, what does it mean, right? What does 30 inside of infinity look like, right? So, all right, so that's the question. And then the Gemara says, yet another question. And if you say in the case of the Nazir Olam, well, the Nazir Olam does have one thing that you can do. Um, oh, uh, the, like, like this. Another olam, you can't take back, right? But a 30-day, or at least the 30-day term, let me rephrase that. Okay, when a person decides to be a Nazir, can you do hafaris nadarim? Well, we did say that a korban isn't nitan la but let's assume that you can have she'ela on Naziris, on a 30-day term. Well, let's say you have the following answer. We just said that if you're going to have the 30-day term inside of the full term, uh, the permanent Naziris, that it's going to create a scheduling conundrum because how are you going to shave your, bring the Kabanas and shave your head for the 30-day term? That's true. But you know, at the time that you made that Naziris right, commitment, there was still the possibility that you could undo the 30-day term. Well, now you have an issue because you can't, because of the fact that you could always undo that 30-day term, then we can always say that that means that you would really kind of have to take on the Naziris Olam now, right? Because the 30-day term is not a guarantee, Andrew. And since that 30-day term that you're going to take on 20 days into your Naziris is not a guarantee, so then how could you... in good conscience, not conscience, not start your Naziris Olam, right? After all, there is no guarantee that the 30-day term is even going to take place. So what gives you the right to postpone your Naziris Olam by virtue of the fact that in 20 days from now, you're going to have a Naziris? So it's kind of like a bird in the hand, Andrew. If you're making a promise and one thing is guaranteed and the other thing is not, so then start the thing that's guaranteed. Oh, you'll ask me, it'll create a Naziris conundrum as far as the Karbanas later? Okay, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But right now, we don't even know for sure that that 30-day Naziris will go, right, unchallenged. 
And therefore, we have to at least address the issue now, which is we started the Naziris now. That's the question. So if that's you're going to be your attitude, and therefore you're going to say that in the case of Nazir Olam that you have to start now, then what if you said the following? You say, I'm going to start with the Nazir Shimshon to take effect after 20 days. But now I'm going to be a 30-day Nazir. Mahu. Well, in the case of Nazir Shimshon, that is one of the, um, one of the attributes of Nazir Shimshon is that you cannot undo it. Aha. So in other words, if you're going to say, so again, every question builds on itself. So with each question, we're learning more and more. So we just uh, address the issue of if you're going to take on Nazir Olam now, right, I'm just reviewing. If you take on Nazir Olam now and take on a regular Nazir's term in 20 days, well, that regular Nazir's term can be undone. And therefore, there's more of a reason in that case to say that you would, in fact, take on the regular Nazir's now because after all, you don't know what's going to happen in 20 days from now, whether that commitment is still going to be um, right in effect. But another Shimshon, once you commit to that, that you cannot undo. Oh, okay. So now we're re- right, right now, we're really zeroing in. We're boiling it down to the essential question, which is you have an Aziris that you're for sure going to do in 20 days, Barry, because you committed to Naziris Shimshon. That's, that's for life. That, that's for sh- that cannot be undone. Oh, so once that cannot be undone, so are you going to say that we're going to tell you to do the cart Naziris or not, right? Because right? right away, again, since you cannot have overlapping Naziris, what you're going to now do is commit, Andrew, to a 30-day term, knowing that 20 days into it, it's going to be interrupted by Naziris Shimshon that can't be undone. So in that scenario, right, starting something that you know you're not going to finish, which is something Andrew would never do, would he ever start a daf thinking that he's not going to finish it that day? That aggravates him. So would you do this, Andrew? Would you start a 30-day Nazir's term knowing for sure that you're going to only make it two-thirds of the way through? Of course not. So that's the question, right? The rush articulates it over here, right? Amaharini Nazir Shimshon asks the rush. I'm just going to read it quickly inside. You're going to start your 30 day Naziris now, Valachar 20, Yafsik Naziruso, Viatchil Nazir Shimshon, Veloi Galach La Olam, as the Rush articulates. Guess what's going to end up happening? Another Shimshon never shaves your head. So are you going to start a Naziris process knowing that you're not going to have a proper ending to it, right? Because obviously you can't shave your head in less than 20 days, in less than 30 days, right? So 20 days into it, you're not going to be able to have the the Karbanas in the shaving ceremony. So can you start in Aziris knowing that you're not going to have a proper closure, right? That you're just going to, it's going to be interrupted in Aziris Shimshon that's going to end up leaving you never shaving your head? Oh, Dilma, came the Or maybe you'll say, well, since I cannot conceivably, right, finish this regular 30-day Naziris, and I also can never undo my Aziris Shimshon, Kadisa Perak Basra Bademakos, that is actually the source of the fact that Nazir Shimshon is one type of Nazir that cannot be undone. That we learned in Daf Chaf Beis, I believe, in Makos. Lo klal Nazir Yom. And therefore, perhaps you'll say that you never start. So it's the same question, but we keep zeroing in, right, on the scenario of 
do you start something that you cannot finish? Okay? And furthermore, another question. Amar, Kemoshe B'Shiva Ba'adar Mai. This is kind of like a non sequitur, but it kind of fits in. Tosfos here. Uh, see, uh, you see the Tosfos in the wide lines. Amar, right? Like eight lines down. What, what's the case here? I'll say it outside. Zion Adar, as we know, is the day of Moshe Rabbeinu's birth. It's also the day of Moshe Rabbeinu's death, his yard site. So is this a day of celebration or not? Which is to say, you're saying like, he just says, I'm going to take on something like Moshe on Zion Adar. But as Tosos explains, is this a day of mourning that would be similar to Naziris? Or is this a day of celebration that would be not like an Aziris. So we don't really know what he's trying to get at when he says this. So what would be a lacha in this ambiguous type of uh, declaration? Anyway, let's start answering the questions one by one, Andrew, and get you out of here as follows. Let's start from the first question. And let's answer it with the following brysa. Person says in the brysa as follows. The, the case that now, that at the time seemed complicated, now it's the easiest case. I'm going to take on Naziris in 20 days from now. And from now I'm going to start a 100-day Naziris. So the answer is you do start the Naziris. When you know you'll be able to complete it later, the answer is, Rava, yes, you can start it now. Right? Because here you have the least of the problems, Andrew, right? This one is the least difficult case because you will actually be able to complete this 100-day Naziris. So count 20, right? Then do your regular 30-day Naziris term. Then you will complete your 100-day Naziris by adding on and completing the final 80, right? I think when I explained it before, I was saying that you do a final, uh, another 50. It's not another 50, right? Because it's not a 30-day Naziris embedded in 100. I, I want to make that clear because it's not, you're not, because like we said, we're never going to overlap. So it'll be 20 and then 30. And then what I meant to say is then you finish the other 80. That's what the Bryce is explaining, right? You don't have it overlapping. So you're going to have a real luscious 80-day growth at the end of that one. Right? And you do the final, the final 80 in order to complete the first 100-day Naziris. Okay. Now what happens if you become Tameh? Here we're going to get a Machlokas, as we already explained. Nitma be mebno. Let's say you become tame during your son's term, right? The 30-day term, let's say, in, in, embedded in between. Right. So this is what I said before. You're literally, right, you're literally in the middle of your son's term, right? But you also have to finish the first term, right? In other words, once we've already established, Barry, that we're going to let you start the 100-day term, Right, and then have it interrupted by your son's term. So the question is, Andrew, do we go back, right, and have to, do we have to redo both terms again if a person became tummy in the middle of the 30-day term that you took on for your son, right? Do you have to finish only your sons or do you have to finish both? So soser means you have to start from the beginning. And ain't soser means you only, uh, right, you only have to, start from the beginning of your son's term, but the 20 days that you already served, so to speak, that's unaffected because after all, Barry, that didn't happen during, don't forget, there's no overlap, right? There's no overlapping terms. There's the 20 days of your own term, then the 30 days of your son term, that one got defiled, but you restarted it and 
and made it right, okay, finished it off, brought the carbonos, shaved your head. And now the question is, does your original 20 days that you did for your own term, does that have to restart? Well, why would it have to restart? It didn't happen during your term. It happened, but the thing is it kind of did, right? Because it happened during your son's term that was kind of in the middle of your term. So is the whole thing considered one big Nazirus, even though it's two terms, with respect to this Tumah? That's what Rabbi Yochanan holds, that it does count as one Nazirus. Or do you say that the Nazirus for your son is like a little Nazirus bubble inside the larger Nazirus and is handled on its own, right, on its own terms, as it were? So the Gemara explains, Rabbi Yochanan Amar Soiser, Chadu Nazirus Arichtahi, right? The reasoning of Rabbi Yochanan is that you go back to the beginning because the whole thing, your term and your son's term, is one conglomerate Nazirus, right? It's one uninterrupted period of Nazirus, and therefore you have to go back to the beginning. Right, each one is its own Nazirus, such that, right, your son's Nazirus is just like a little sequestered Nazirus inside of, right, of your, of your own Nazirus. As we turn to Dalton and Bayes, we say, right, the following, that what would happen in the following interesting case. So we just said, if you get a regular Tumas Mace, which, which, right, which sets off, as we know, right, a whole series of purification, and the question is, does it set you all the way back to the beginning of the 100 days, or does it set you back only within your son's term? But what if you have the following fascinating case? Nitma as follows. What does that mean? As follows. There is a halacha. This has to be explained. It'll be explained in your Zion and I'll explain it now. When a person gets tzaraas, it's different than when a person becomes tamay mace. Because after all, Barry, when a person, when a, when a nazir becomes tamay mace, he has to go back to square one. He has to start his nazirs from the beginning. Okay. When a person gets tzaraas, yes, he goes through the tzaraas purification process, but everything that he did until that counts. So if he got tzaraas on day 20, he goes through the purification process, and then he only has 10 days left for his Nazirus, okay? So, the fascinating question here, Barry, is what if during the Tsaras purification process, he contacted Tumas Mace? Would you say that because he's in this Tsaras bubble, right, that it's almost like a witness protection program that, you know, nobody has to know that he got the Tumas Mace and therefore everything, he doesn't lose the days that he did before, or would you say that no, that Tumas Mace overpowers the fact that he's in his Saras right purification window, and you do have to go back to the beginning. That's the question now. Nitma be made Saras, or there. So Yochanan says, yeah, the Tuma overpowers everything, and you have to go back. Nobody cares that you're in the middle of your Saras purification. You're going to be, um, you're not protected by that, right? It doesn't shelter you from the Tumas Mace, and you have to go back. Whereas Rishlakish amazingly says, ain't no Soser. Rishlakish says, no. You're in your own little bubble and you don't have to go back. You just have to come out of your Tumas Tsaras, right? Uh, and, and purify both simultaneously and your initial days that you did as served as a Nazir will work. And the Gemara is going to explain it. Rabbi Yochanan Amar Soser, the hub in Again, Sir Rabbi Yochanan is going to say as follows. I'll say the rush outside, right? The fact that, right, you are still, as he says, Nazirus Arichta, just like he says initially, right? The fact that you are right now not observing days of Nazirus because you're a Mitzorah 
doesn't change the fact that you're in a Nazirus period, right? It's true that you're not counting days of Nazirus, but you're still in your Nazirus period. You just happen to be taking a little mental health break, so to speak, a little Tsaras break in the middle, but it's still within Nazirus, which is to say, as long as you become Tomei Mace in the middle of your Nazirus, you always have to go back. That is the rationale of Rabbi Yochanan. Whereas Reish Lakish Amar because Tsaras Lachud and Nazirus Lachud. Just like Reish Lakish said, that your son's Naziris inside your own Naziris is its own little Naziris island, right? Where it's counted separately, even though it's embedded within it. Similarly, the Tsaras. It's its own little period of time within your Naziris, even though time-wise it's embedded within your Naziris, it's considered as its own Tsaras Lechud, its own independent little Tsaras island over there. And therefore, anything that happens on Tsaras island Stays on Saras Island, Barry. And if it ha- if you happen to contact Thomas Mace during Saras, nobody needs to be the none the wiser. It's considered its own unique entity, and you're going to its own lacunae, if you will, because Batya has a um, cell biology test today. Anyway, in seventh grade, Beis Yaakov. So the point is, its own little unit inside this Saras is uh, distinct, and therefore anything that happens in it will not affect the overall larger. Uh, Nazirus that is preceding and following it. Okay. So now, would you say, Barry, that this is the same machlokas? That it sounds like the same thing, right? Rabbi Yochanan says, whatever happens within Nazirus, we just treat it like one long Nazirus. And anything that happens in between, you just go back to the beginning. And that's what Rabbi Yochanan says. And Rish Lakish says that no, each distinct unit, even within a Nazirus that's before and after, is treated in its own right. So the Gemara says, Utsricha. If, if it's in fact the same, right? If it's in fact the same machlokas, then why are we repeating it? So the answer is, well, it's still two different cases. If you only said the one about the Tumah in the middle of his son's Naziris, maybe there Rabbi Yochanan would say that he's Sosa there. Why? Shame Naziris Achasi. Because after all, it's all one type of Naziris, right? It's just a regular garden variety 30-day Naziris or longer, but the point is it's one type of Naziris, right? And therefore... Certainly, it would be more reasonable to assume that Yochanan would go back in that case, and that's why you have to learn the case of the son, because maybe uh, uh, because that's why you have to be, that's why you have to learn right um, both cases, because that right it w- would make no- more sense be- because that it's one Nazirus, and maybe Rish Lakish would agree to him in that case. But in the case of the Tsaras, maybe Rabbi Yochanan would agree to Rish Lakish. Because that's really unique. Tsaras is a separate thing. It's not an Aziris, right? The Nazir Lachud with Tsaras Lachud. It's not Shem Achas, as they say, right? The Halachas of Tsaras, all of a sudden, when they interrupt your Naziris, so then it makes more sense that they have their own set of Halachas. And maybe there would be more likely that Rabbi Yochanan would agree to Reish Lakish that it's its own little world and you do not have to go back all the way because you can't say shame Naziris Achasi. Yes, it's true that you're Nazir throughout that period of time, but Saras interrupts that Naziris. But the Chiddush is, we have to learn that even there Rabbi Yochanan would say that if you get Tameh in the middle of your Saras, you'd have to go back to the beginning. And so that's why we have to learn the case of the Tsaras. And if we only learn the case of Tsaras, so then we would say, yeah, it's only there that Rishlakish says that what happens during your Tsaras time only affects your Tsaras period and doesn't go back. But maybe Rishlakish would have agreed to Rishlakish in the case of the Ben, the son's Naziris in the middle, and therefore Tsaricha. That's why we need both cases. So now we're nine lines down on Yudalim Bez. And we say it like this. A Nazir who becomes Tameh Right during the Yemei Gidul Sar, 
What are we going to do? The essential Naziris is done. What happens? Like this. If a person, there's something called Yemegi Dosar, where a person at the end of 30 days, right, um, some, something happens. He has to continue, right, Naziris past the end of the 30 days until he has a 30-day growth of hair, right? It, this is a scenario where, for whatever reason, he took on a Naziris, he forgot that his son's wedding was coming up, and he has to take a haircut in the middle of his Naziris. So when that happens, you finish every part of the 30-day, right? But the only thing that's left, right, is you have to have a thir- at least a 30-day uh, growth of hair when you complete your Naziris. And so therefore, everything in the, nazir- in the essential Naziris is done. You bring the carbonus and everything. But you still have to grow out the 30 days, and then you just shave your head. So what happens if nitma biyom gidosar? You became tame on the day, that you, on the 30th day. Rav amar eina soser, afilo rabi yochanan darmar soser. Rav says, you don't, you don't forfeit everything, even according to Rabbi Yochanan, who says that you have to go back to the beginning, right? That's only when it actually happens during Naziris. So now we're saying, Rabbi Yochanan says that whenever hap- something happens in the middle of your Naziris, you have to go back to the beginning. But this isn't the middle of your Naziris. This is just during the hair growth period. That's not during part of the essential Naziris. So Gidol Sar, Mishlam Nazirusu. But Gidol Sar is not really Nazirus. It's just Mishlam Nazirus. It's a supplemental thing to complete your Nazirus. And there, even Rabbi Yochanan would agree that you don't have to go back to the beginning, which Shmuel is going to say, your Soser will start tomorrow, Bezat Hashem, in the middle of your Dalad Amad base to explain this last, uh, this last case of the person who got Tameh after he finished his essential Nazirus, but before he was able to complete the End of the Naziris application process. Andrew, do not worry. By the end of tomorrow, we'll be all caught up as Rat Hashem, Bli Nether, with the rest of the world.